Hello and welcome to Ali Barfoot Equestrian Podcasts. So far I've had great feedback from the podcasts I've done and I'm really enjoying meeting and talking to lots of different riders of different disciplines, finding out their stories of how they started out in the equestrian world and what they're doing now. And today my guest is Harriet Biddick. Today's special guest in podcast world is international professional show jumper Harriet Biddick, who joins me this afternoon. Hello, Harriet. Hello. Thanks for joining me in podcast world. So can you just tell us what what was your first riding experience that you remember? Um, so for me, I was lucky enough to start riding when I was really young. Um and actually, one of my first experiences that stuck in my memory was being completely out of control, um, doing a hunter trial on a pony called Mischief, who um, really suited her name. <laughs> and she went that fast that all the pictures at the end of the day were all blurry. So that was one of my first memories. I think I was about six or seven um, of a riding experience rather than just kind of packing around oh wow and and that experience of going very fast didn't obviously put you off <laughs> no apparently I was smiling the whole way <laughs> oh wow that's great um, so, yeah she was a monkey so yeah that was uh, one of them and a perfect name as well mischief yeah mischief lived up to it <laughs> so so when when did you decide that horses was something you wanted to pursue more seriously um, so for me, dad had always produced horses to sell them on for like the hunting field or, or eventers or stuff like that. So we always, when we were younger, had ponies that to help um, fund us wanting to do what we wanted to do. We had ponies that we'd sell along on the same, like sell alongside the good ones. Yeah. Um, so I was lucky enough that... Um, I kind of got the bug then of buying and selling a little bit and producing horses. And then when I was 18 and I finished school, I thought I wanted to go to uni and then I took a year off. And when I took my year off, I got stuck into doing the horses, producing, and then I never looked back and I never went to uni. So that's really how it started for me. Yeah. And and I think that probably leads really well into the next question, which is what support financially and emotionally did you have? Um, so I was lucky enough to ride, uh, be in a, in a riding family. So my dad was a jockey um, and he also was hunting and show jumping. So I was just very lucky to be brought up that it was quite normal to ride. Um, but we had to, with the financial side, we had to pay our way. So we had to sell ponies, produce ponies, um, basically not get too attached to each pony because they never came for long. Um and then that stuck with me through doing the horses and I've been lucky enough to get to where I've got to, but it has taken me, I think, eight years of producing horses. So all of my good string of horses I've had, they were three to five years old. So we produced them all ourselves from the family. Um, and so that's really how I, I, I kind of started and made it financially work. Yeah, that sounds great. And now do you have to can you say no we're not selling that one because actually it's really good <laughs> yeah we've we've done kind of the opposite of what everyone else would do and if like with my top horses we've actually kept 
one to get me a good like a name so a touch imperious was the one that we said actually you know what we're not going to sell um we'll sell some ones coming up through but we won't sell him because if i can't get my name out there then i i, I won't become like it's very hard for business if no one knows who you are so um it that's i was lucky enough to keep him but also he was probably one of the most difficult rides out of the lot so he wasn't really sellable so that's why we kept him but yeah i was lucky that i have had him he's now turning he'll be 17 next year and i've had him since he was five. Oh wow um, so that's been a long partnership and it makes it so much more worthwhile yeah that's that's really great and what and on your journey sort of riding your whole life and you know the ups and downs of horses what what keeps you going when times are tough or the horses aren't going well I think um the it's really hard to say but I think just the horses in general so um for me, it's just been something that I love and adore. And there's been moments, of course, where people you feel people can put you down or situations haven't gone well. Like with show jumping and any kind of equestrian sport, it's not all about what you could do. You can train as hard as you can. You can train the horses as hard as you can, but they can make mistakes and you can easily make mistakes. And sometimes it's unexplainable because you're working with an animal. Um, so there's times where you just find it tough and money-wise it's tough. But I think just working with horses keeps you going really I think they give you so much every day that it makes it as much as you can have a negative you can have a positive straight after um so I think that's really how I've kept going no that's that's really great and and in fact lots of other riders I've who've been on the podcast prior to you joining me have have pretty much said the same thing it is the horses that keeps them going it's their yeah. love of riding yeah so that's good uh, and what what advice would you give to other aspiring riders maybe coming up through pony club now just starting out on their equestrian journey um well i think with horses it's not you can't pick it up and drop it as you please i think you have to work really hard they take the kind of seven days a week um it's a big commitment they take up your life you can't just drop it and go on holiday or 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 do anything like that I think you've got to commit and if that's what you've got to do um if that's what you want to do it takes a full commitment and also to learn from your mistakes so when you have um situations that don't go well to pick yourself up but also make sure you watch or or look back at it don't just throw it away and carry on and for, like try and forget about it I think you also have to make sure you can pick up on your own errors I think that's really important to analyze yeah, I like that. So reflecting on, like if you've just done a show jump round, look back at the video and and see where things yeah. could have been better or, in fact, I, yeah. celebrate the wins as well. Oh, I did really well on that one. Yeah. yeah, definitely give yourself a clear, when you're doing well, give yourself a clear kind of pat on the back. And then if you're not doing so well, to actually sit down and analyse, not give yourself a hard time, but to think clearly of what you would have changed to get that better and then to just try and move forward with it rather than just kind of hiding it and then um not not learning enough from it I like that instead of putting it under the carpet you actually look yeah. at it yeah. yeah and so so what are your plans now going forward that lockdown's eased and you can 
go out <laughs> so i'm i'm quite lucky i'm lucky enough to be going to um a couple of two star shows in bel like one in france and one in belgium i leave next week so i'm actually feeling very positive it's been a long time with i've had 18 horses in work and it's been a long lockdown um we obviously gave some breaks at certain times um but to be ready for when everything kicked off again we've had to have for the last six weeks or yeah six weeks or so we've had 18 and work which has been a big big kind of mission um but I'm off to do a couple of two stars they're not really running anything too exciting at the minute but it's so nice to just be going out and and competing again I think wow no that sounds great I I guess you need to take your suntan lotion and um have your passports already (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely I've seen it Actually, on the forecast, it's 29 degrees in France next week. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah, definitely the suntan lotion, it's going to be a bit of a shock. Get the fans out for the horses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back into competition mode. Oh, well, well, that sounds so exciting and and wish you all the best of um, luck and, you know, getting the horses out and going again. And thank you very much. Thank you for joining me, Harriet, on Podcast World and Perhaps you can join me again with some news of your competition stories. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That would be great. Super. Thank you. That was lovely talking with Harriet and wish her all the best for her forthcoming trip overseas. If you would like to feature in a future podcast, please do get in touch. Alison Barfoot at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.